Hello everybody and welcome to today's episode from Setting the Tone, which is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, the Guitar Ninja Academy. Today's episode is all about As Everything Unfolds. Yep, that's right, it's that band from Buckinghamshire, As Everything Unfolds. Today's show is dedicated to them. Stick around because I'll be telling you what is coming right next, dedicated to that band, on today's show. Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode from Setting the Tone. As I mentioned back in the intro, today is a special dedicated to the band As Everything Unfolds, who have just released on the 26th of March, so that was a couple of, about a month and a half back now, their debut album, which is entitled Within Each Lies The Other, which came out via Long Branch Records. Now, if you ask me, this is one of the albums of the year so far, I've really enjoyed what I'm hearing from the guys. So just so you weren't taking my word for it, today we've got a special dedicated to the band. And to kick off that special, we're going to play you the track Take Me There, which is um, coming next. And then what we'll do is we're going to lead straight into an interview with um, Owen and George from the band. And then we'll um, give you some thoughts on the, the album itself. And then to close out the show, uh, I'm going to be playing you one of my personal favourites from the album, a track called Wallow, which um, I absolutely adore. So stick around because that's all coming up. Um, in dedication to the band. Sure. It's 
Okay, so that was the track, Take Me There. Now, for me, that's just an example of how good this album is. There's so much going on in that track. You've got um, sort of clean cut vocals, you've got scream vocals, you've got, you know, killer riffs in there, great drum beats going on. Overall, there's so many nice layers. Um, guys, so coming up right next is my interview with Owen and George from the band As Everything Unfolds. Um, I hope you enjoy it. We'll be discussing everything about the album, the journey, what it's like to make an album in the pandemic, and um, wallpaper indoors. Stick around because that's coming right next in the show. Um, guys, welcome to George and Owen from Everything Unfolds. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hi, Rob. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to join Set and Tone. It's absolutely awesome to have you on the show. Hi. Great to be here. It's our pleasure. Thank you. Um, so guys, as everyone knows, and you know, um, the debut album is out. So that's why we're here. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, I'm not sure who knows this, but to date, from if I've done my homework correct, I believe you guys have released um, a couple of EPs, Take Me There and Hide This Myself. And, and of course, the debut album has just come out recently. Um, who were the artists that kind of inspired you guys to start as everything involves? Well, um, well, Owen wasn't there at the beginning, so I should probably take this one, shouldn't I, mate? <laughs> um, we, we started about, I don't know, must have been 20, about 2013, I think. We sort of started mm -hmm. more as just a group of mates who wanted to play music. Uh, but really, early on, I think it was bands like Ed Shikari and Bring Me Horizon mainly. Um, we were just little moshes. Um, <laughs> so, and we like the, ele the electronic elements and stuff like that, I think, early, very early on when we were starting um, the band, there were sort of some screamy covers. and we, I think we tried in Shikari covers. I don't know how well it went, but that was, that, they, they were two big ones at the beginning. And I know that uh, if, it, if it's a vocally for Charlie, it's things like uh, My Chemical Romance and um, Fly Leaf. Like yeah. Don't forget Fly Leaf, she'll kill you. Flyleaf were incredible. Well, I'm so sad they're not around anymore, but they were incredible back in the day. They're like, they're, for me, they're one of those bands that, like, every now and again, I will listen to a song and love it, but they they never made it onto like the sort of regular rotation, as it were. I missed the boat with them. I completely missed it. Um, I I got I realised how good they were like a year ago. <laughs> I will, um, <laughs> give, I'll give you guys a little um, insight. Just sort of diverting a little bit here um, go and check out a band called Perfectly Preserved um, they've just put out a new album follow up to their debut album and latest, I think it's latest song, I think that's how you pronounce her name has appeared on a cover that they've done of a Justin Bieber track that's all wow, I'm going to okay. say that's, quite, that's all I'm going to say it's, it's, I love it. personally I love it um, but go and check it out just sort of getting off track a little bit there but go and check it out it's awesome Interesting. That sounds amazing yeah I like, I like a curveball you ain't going to get, honestly, like when I um, sat down with um, JR from Perfect Preserves earlier this year and he mentioned it to me, I was like, okay, you've got my interest. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. How's this going to play out? He goes, I can't tell you any more, dude. Sorry. I was like, okay. Um, so, but yeah, I can't give you any more. I was just saying, go out there and check it out and come back to me afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I'll go listen to that. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Also, so it was, like you say, with bands like, uh, Flyleaf there, My Chem, so many different elements of those influences that kind of start helped you guys, you know, make everything that unfolds born, basically. Also, how, how did um, the band form after that? Was, was it just yourselves, George, and then obviously you mentioned Owen came on board later? How did that all come about in terms of the Yeah, so, the rough story, um... The, the, I can tell it, because I did... know, because it was me. Yeah, he wasn't you, you weren't even there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's... It started, um, I'd say that what we are now, the, with, the, with the EPs we've released previously and, and the, the album, um, that's been going since about probably 2016, 2017, I'd say. Yeah, about but, um, the band and the name and everything started in about 2013, and it was um, the guitarist, uh, Adam Kerr, the other one, not Owen, um, and then we had a former guitarist, uh, Alex Payton, and we, we started... Uh, and uh, John, who's our keyboard synth guy, he used to be the drummer. And we started a band with him, with, with those four. Um, and we just were playing pub gigs and just being kids who were just playing music, not really taking it too seriously or anything. And then uh, a, couple of, a, year, a couple of years later, Char uh, Charlie joined. And um, mm -hmm. Owen wasn't too far behind, I don't think. 
Um, yeah, and then no, we started no. taking it a bit more seriously after that. And then we, we and then um, John moved to from drums to keyboards and electronic elements. And uh, we brought in a, another drummer called Liam. Um, and then Liam moved on and we brought in Jamie and that's what we are now. That'd be awesome. Thank you, much for the answer. Um, I'm just looking through my notes and I, I had a question for Charlie, but unfortunately I'm going to skip past that one because... I can't really ask you guys about that. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I will. Let's get your perspective. Yeah, no, I'll ask yeah, it anyway. So, yeah, right. I, I um, there, was, there was something that I was reading the other day that Charlie was talking about in Quran, um, which talked about obviously mental health and stuff like that, which for me strikes a massive chord. Um, I think, I don't think there's anyone that hasn't gone through that. But she was talking about um, that and other things, you know, female stuff and something like that. So for me, like, it doesn't matter um, what, you know, sex, religion, male, female, front is, or whatever it may be. I personally think if, an, if a new artist is good enough, then they should be given a shot. So what I was going to ask Charlie is how, how does she feel about it? I guess I can ask the same for you guys. How, does, it, does it matter? Gender, race, religion, sexual orientation? If you're good enough, you should be picked up. No, I think Charlie's answer has always been, well, it would be, no, it doesn't matter. I think with when it comes to race, race, sex, any of that, that just does not matter at all. It's not relevant. it's all on it should be taken on the music should be taken at face value when it comes to things like religion or ideals i think it's way more to do with as long as you're not preaching anything that's harmful or an issue as long as it's not you know a problem then i'm all for whatever it's only if anything becomes a sort of if anything's like hateful or anything like that where i think there's a problem other than that i think it's fair game you know everyone should be treated on an equal playing field Look, agreed. I think we're we're getting better in the industry about you know giving different bands you know reformed differently or whatever they, however members they've got there you know we're getting better at that. So no, thank you for covering it. Um, that, that's awesome to have your um, input on that. Um, moving over, so we've obviously we're here to talk about the album. Within each lies has just come out, and it's for me it's absolutely amazing. If I'm honest, it took me a couple of listens. Um, I was getting the press releases coming through from, from the PR guys. I was like, hmm, I'm, I'm liking it, but I'm not quite there. So I finally come out to it. I'm on board. It's amazing. Yeah. Be pleased to hear. How do you guys feel the reaction's been in, you know, to the debut albums now? Yeah, I mean, to summarise it in three words for me would definitely be like, what the fuck? Like, where did all, where did all that come from? Like, you know, obviously we did a REP closure back in like 2018 and I think it was near the start of last year it hit a million on Spotify and I was like well you know what if if we get these singles out and then you know if we end up getting a million I reckon I'll be happy and then we smacked a million across the room like um we we hit that like two or three weeks before the album was released and that was sort of like that was kind of when for me I went oh oh okay this is going to be a little bit different then and then we hit 2 million like on the week the album was released. And I think we're sitting on about 2.3 at the moment. And that's just on Spotify. That's not taken into account like, you know, the few hundred thousand that it's got on YouTube and the probably about the same on like, Apple Music and that kind of thing. Like, I'm fully blown away. I can't wait to play shows and like play to people because that's going to be when it really sort of feels a bit more real. Absolutely, it's been um, the, the fan reaction has been incredible as well. So, like, obviously, you see you see the data coming in, and that's amazing. But um, it's the people getting in touch with you directly and telling you what they think, and looking into the themes of the album, and trying to dissect what it all means, and just caring about it. That's the thing that really gets me a bit. It's like this: we put a lot of time and an effort into a body of work, and people seem to really care. Um, and that strikes me harder than any statistics do if you know what I mean no that's fair it's something I always say on, on my show when I'm putting out my reviews uh, or whatever it may be I'm saying to people it doesn't matter whether or not someone's got one play or ten plays or a million plays the fact that you're someone's putting content out there and it's engaging with somebody in this day and age is an absolutely huge achievement so you know it's great like you say the numbers are there but equally like you just said George that people are taking the time to say hello and engage with which is even more impressive than you know, a rotation that's getting on a, on a playlist somewhere. So that's awesome. You've um, lovely led on to my next question, which is 
you know, what were the themes behind making the album, you know, in terms of writing? Was there any kind of messages or maybe a story that you wanted to get out and you've done that with, with the album? Uh, lyrically, I think a lot of a lot of it was Charlie's, um, I mean, Charlie's a big old advocate on her mental health. Okay. Uh, and I think a lot of it was kind of, not like a documentation, but you know what I mean, kind of. Uh, an expression of her. There you go. That's what I was looking for. Uh, it was a lot of kind of commentary on that, and then there's some like opinions and stuff in there as well. Um, but for the most part, it's really about how Charlie has had mental, you know, had struggles personally, and how it all comes through. But it's not necessarily just to do with Charlie. You know, there are other themes in there, and there are things that do affect everybody in there. Sort of in, inward looking. There you go. Self, it's a very self-reflective EP. Very self-reflective album. Oh yes, yeah. I say EP. It's been a long day, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, it's something that I picked up on. That, like you say, there are messages of mental health, but it's not necessarily just about that perspective. Um, like you say, it's an inward-looking album. That's awesome. Thank you very much for clarifying. And um, the next question I had for you guys was simply, was there any challenges? What was, or should I say, what was the biggest challenges? I know obviously the main thing has been the pandemic, but if, how did you get around those challenges? We struck that so lucky. With yeah, the so lucky. We recorded this album in two parts. So the first part was done in like, I think it was May 2019. It was done a long time ago. And then we did the second half in February 2020. So we, we got out the studio maybe like two weeks before we got the first case of COVID in the UK. It was less than a month before lockdown. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was scary close. And then we managed to get a music video filmed for Hiding For Myself in about January 2020. Because that was one of the ones we did in the first lot. And then everything else past that, we kind of, there was a lot of playing it by ear, a lot of, adjusting plans to make it sort of COVID safe, safe for us, um, safe for everybody around us. There's been a lot of plan A's, plan B's, plan C's, plan D's, <laughs> haven't there? Oh, yeah. And, so and many. three postponed tours. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I guess early on when it first happened, I don't think you felt the same way, Owen, but I felt, oh, this will blow over quickly. This won't last long. Yeah, when like, when yeah. <laughs> when it first hit and like um, the first sort of wave of people were cancelling their tours, I remember like I was chatting to, I'm fairly sure it was Zach from Dead Press. I was having a chat to him, and he was like, "So how has this affected you?" And I was like, "Well, fingers crossed, it hasn't affected us yet, and you know, with any luck, it won't affect us." Because we were like, we were meant to tour in April or something of 2020. And I was like, I think we'll be okay. But like, I'm not going to take it as a definite. And then it got knocked back to about September. And I was like, we will definitely be done by then. Like, this can't go on for that long, can it? And a year later. <laughs> a year later, we're still here. I think that's the thing, like, we all, I think we're all guilty of that, like, it first came, we're like, everyone's going and talking, I saw it, we'll be fine by summer, and then summer came, it's like, okay, we're, we're kind of not, oh, don't worry, Christmas, if we were sort of us, it was like, okay, cool, and then, no, we're not, and then we're like, we're now at springtime, 2021, it's like, well, we're sort of there, but we're not quite there, it's like, we've got, we've got more of a plan, let's put it that way, but, yeah, no, I, I, that's awesome, like, it's great that you guys were able to do that, you know, you've done it in two parts, You've got a video done. Unfortunately, a lot of guys haven't been able to do that. So that's phenomenal that you've been able to get the graft in and start looking. We, we, we're very lucky to manage to do what we managed to do. Um, we just work with what yeah. we had, I think, is fair to say. Um, we luckily have we have an incredible team that's been able to help us. Um, because I don't think we would have... I mean, we were, uh, as, a, as, as a six, the band, the six of us, I think we'd sort of... Well, when we were in summer, I think we were losing the will to live a bit. Mm -hmm. So luckily we had the team so. to sort of drag us through it, really, because um, if it was just six of us without, you know, management label support, I don't think, we might not even got there, to be honest, we might not even be here now, to be fair, it was getting a bit bleak. <laughs> yeah, 
I probably wouldn't have made it without having six mates that I kind of just speak to on a daily. Yeah. It's like uh, having some mates just to jump on the group chat and be like, look at this ridiculous meme I found about sticking the sticker from a banana to your head. Like, <laughs> I'm absolutely losing my mind over this. Can someone else laugh at it, please, so I don't feel so strange? And just to have that was like, that was really good. That's awesome. That's good. I'm that, it's awesome that we've all, I think, we found our own unique or different ways of cracking on with it and just like going, okay, well, we've got to get on with it now. And like, whether it be a silly meme or like, say, just having someone that you can chat to, awesome. And I think it helps that you guys have got that brotherhood, obviously, sisterhood with, with Charlie and Van that you guys have really tight and connected that you can share those, those jokes with. Um, leads me nicely over to my next question for you guys, which is um, about. The night, the day before, and the night before, how were you guys feeling? Were you guys like kids at Christmas, or um, were you kind of like I was, calm I was, I was so nervous, mate. I don't know. I was so nervous because I just wanted it to go well. I just wanted it to be what I wanted it to be, and I wanted people to receive it well. Um, I was nervous personally. I'm fairly sure I was in bed by ten that night. <laughs> I was the one who stayed up till twelve till midnight watching it come out, like in each country going like, oh, i hope people say good things about it i was uh yeah i was well nervous i got the day i got the day off work on the friday oh yeah so same like um i yeah. planned all the so- like social media posts and everything the day before and like we all knew what we were doing come 10 o'clock the next morning yeah. our whole me and owen's whole day now. was just replying oh me and owen's whole day on the release day was just replying to everyone it was insane i couldn't believe the amount of it was people lovely yeah it was lovely but it God, was, it was like the nicest yeah. thing in the world it was amazing, but it was a lot of work. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. <laughs> it's those fingertips and that date was getting rinsed on those phones just in time for those social media comments. <laughs> That's it. It's like, oh, um, yeah, my Wi-Fi was taking a beating. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad. That's great. I'm glad that the reaction's been awesome. Um, were, were you guys, how, I know it sounds hard to say, but were you prepared if uh, there was any sort of negative comments? How did you feel about that? Were you... Was it a case of like everyone's got an opinion, you were just just over it, or would you try and engage and find out why the person felt that way? I'm never personally offended by someone who doesn't like the music because it's like, um, you know, it isn't for everybody. It's like food, you know, mm-hmm. someone might love Marmite and someone might hate Marmite. And if someone goes, that's not for me, that's fair enough. I can't really say anything about that. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't negatively impact. Um, very fortunately, we didn't have anyone jumping on like, well, this is terrible, you're all bad people, you should go and, you know, fire yourself into the sun. <laughs> like, fans, like, I've seen some people get comments like that, and it's the, the worst thing. There have been, been comments of people who didn't like it, but you didn't, you don't, we don't challenge it. I mean, it's, it's, no. it's all, all the people who have said anything about not liking it haven't been horrible about it, it's just that it's not their thing, that's fair enough. No, yeah, I can't really say anything about that. No. That's actually fine. I've, I've always been much of the opinion that, like you say, you don't have to like everything. We're all humans and we're not going to like everything. Um, it's just, I don't like any sort of, if you're going to have an opinion and just say rubbish, why is it rubbish? That's kind of what irks me a little bit is if someone goes, oh, just rubbish. Well, okay, well, why? Back up the statement, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, that kind of annoys me. No, I'm, that's good. I'm, I'm glad, like, you definitely have there was no sort of negativity um, or very little, shall we say. Do you guys have a favourite track or a highlight from making the album? And if so, why? My highlight from making the album was definitely the time in the first lot of recording when I sat in for an entire day in our Airbnb waiting for a guitar to be delivered that never got delivered. I spent the entire, from nine in the morning, I waited, and then till seven in the evening, I stayed in the Airbnb the entire time waiting for my guitar to come, and it never came. It came the next day, and I was like, I called up the UTF, and I was like, can I be told when it's coming, because I've sat in and wasted an entire day, I can't do that again, like, I have things to do, which in fairness was a lie, but <laughs> um, I, yeah, we went out to get some food, I ordered... We sat down, it got put in front of me and my phone rang and the guy was like, I'm going to be back, I'm going to be here in like five minutes. So I sprinted out the door, ran down there, got back and John had eaten all my chips. Which is not good. Like, 
recording was definitely a highlight i think i mean we worked with um oz crags at hidden track studios down in folkestone okay and the whole thing is just it's joyous um in terms of putting you at ease and just being a wizard of what he does oz is unbelievable to work with um there are elements of you know recording an album it's a stressful thing and he took all of that away from it obviously there are moments where you get a bit stressed out or frustrated but as a, as a guy to work with, it put, it just making the whole thing as easy as it can be and as chill as it can be and a, a really lovely experience. He's he's the man. Yeah, I, I agree with that. The Oz Crags is a god. On the inside, the best song on the album as well, I just want to say. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to throw Wither into the mix as well. Wither? I'm, yeah, I mean, you've gone for first, I've gone for last. On the inside is a banger, but the Wither is just like... Wither's a nice song. It's got some mojo. Both are good calls. Both are absolutely solid calls. Like, What's I your favourite? Um, probably Wither. I like Wither. Wither's cool. Um, I've lost I've it. Got, two to one. I've got a two couple. I've got, I've got a couple of tracks that I'm going to put into the final mix. I can't remember what they are. So um, if one of them's Wither, then that's a that that seals the deal, right? There it I is. Think it does. Yeah. So we'll what kind of taste? We'll find out um, when it comes to final mixing stages, I guess. <laughs> no, that's good. I'm, you know, I think for a lot of guys, especially when you're calling, it's different, I guess, when you're calling an EP to an album. EPs, obviously, you want to take pride in your EP. And I don't think it feels as much pressure when you're calling an EP, also it's more pressure on an album. But um, it's good that you guys felt at ease and were able to put your best work out of this. That's awesome. Good job, Oz. Fingers up, dude. Yeah, good job, Oz. Nailed it. Okay. Hope he's listening. Hope he is. Um, awesome. So, aside from the album, what else have you guys been up to in these very, very strange times? Oh, yeah, getting married. Planning. Is it planning? I feel like it's jobs. Yeah. Planning. Planning. Um, buying a flat and doing that. Other than that, not a lot. (laughs) I think buying a flat in a pandemic is a challenge itself, I so, like, fair play for that. It wasn't. It's not an ideal time, but it's, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's your own man pad. You've got, you know, time there to decorate. You've yeah. got to decorate it, so that's a challenge in itself. Yeah, it's a man pad for me and my girlfriend. It'll be great. So it'll be decorated <laughs> by your girlfriend, I'm sure. Eloise will make it look very lovely. I mean, I'm not going to lie. We we chose this room together. This room that I'm in here. The one with the jungle wall. Yeah. I love the jungle wall. Sickest wallpaper in the world. That is pretty cool to be fair. As far as wall as you know, as far as wallpaper goes, that is pretty cool wallpaper. Yeah. It's so here's a serious awesome. question. The inside of the door, I don't know if you can see it. Is that not wallpaper on it? We've wallpapered the inside <laughs> of the door. Is that <laughs> because I've been wondering this for the past maybe six months whether it's normal to wallpaper a door. And I don't think it is, <laughs> but I like it. I like it. I'm a fan, but I don't think is, it's it makes, a normal choice. Like, <laughs> every every room in here that like this house that has wallpaper has wallpaper doors and like it's nothing that i've ever seen anyone do before so i don't know if it's some little neat design trick or if it is a normal thing and everyone else i know is just weird i think you answered something though. i think the best thing to do is take a photo of it and tweet it to lance the bone whatever his name is of, like, yeah, one, of yeah. home, of one of those yeah. home programs to say like how do you feel is this is this like a good thing for 2021 I don't know. It's it's quirky. That's an um, that's an amazing shout. That's like when you t- when you tweet your dinner to Gordon Ramsay, isn't it? <laughs> and have him come back with some negatives. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do that. Sorry, that nearly killed me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. No, that's that's good. I like it. I mean, it's um, it's different. It's certainly different. I can't say that I've done it, but um, it works. It certainly works. What's so? Oh, what's <laughs> Hey, well, you've tried some. You've done something different. You know, it's better than just a wooden door that's painted. So it's certainly different. Yeah. What's um What's next in the Adventure Unfolds diary? Obviously, I appreciate right now. It's really difficult because a lot of people are sort of booking tours for later in the year. It's a, nothing we can say, but lots of re- like basically lots of stuff that we haven't announced yet, and the stuff that we will announce hopefully even happens because of how everything is. But we've got there's 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 plenty there's plenty. Mm-hmm. Um, coming. It's just nothing we've announced yet, so we can't say. But it's not like we're not sitting on our hands. Awesome. No, that's good to know. I'm, it's nice to know the fans will feel rest assured that you guys are still busy. Just can't say just yet. 
yeah, it's just yeah, it's busy in a different way, a busy in a non-traditional <laughs> sense of the word. <laughs> no, that's absolutely fine. Um, I look forward to when those announcements drop. I guess the, the key to everyone out there is just keep an eye on the socials. When the, when there's news, there'll be news. So keep an eye on the socials. That'll be the first place it'll be. So. Awesome. Well, to finish off our interview, I've got a few quick fire phone questions. It's always fun to have a little bit of, um, you know, different variety of questions. So we'll kick off with, um, it could, the person could be alive or dead or person, but who would you like to share a stage with and why? Ooh. Like early 2000s Lincoln Park. Like if, if we could go back in time and jump on the hybrid theory tour, I want that. I'm, I'm That'd be cool. That. That's a good one. Oasis. <laughs> Oasis. Yeah. A, as everything unfolds, Oasis. Co-headliner world tour. <laughs> that would be yeah, a but... terrible business move, but I'm up for it. <laughs> well, I th- would you would you like fight for main like headline, or would you just be happy to support main support? We just rotate. No, no, we, no co-headline. Co-headline. Yeah, rotate no. every other day. <laughs> yeah. I reckon just to upset them and their fans, I reckon you should um, have the headline spot when it comes to Manchester. That that yeah, really yeah. We'll, we'll we'll headline <laughs> the Etihad Arena. Yeah, and they'll and they'll uh, support us. Yeah, I think I can take really it one step further. We'll do a song and we'll have Noel Gallagher featuring, and then live we'll get Liam to do it. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Liam's my favourite anyway. That's so. just like unnecessary friction. Let's do it. Yeah, to wind them up the whole time. I, I love it because like. What, what else can't wind them up? What else hasn't been said to them? So, uh, <laughs> so can, you, can, can you imagine like trying to tour with what it must have been like just being around them? It must have just been insane. Oh, In right. probably probably more negative than positive, but it would have been amusing. They, they are a great band. They have put some amazing songs out. Their, their body of work is immense. So, uh, yeah, no, good choices. Um, very good choices, very different. Um, same question, but slightly different way of phrasing it in the sense of who would you like to share a cold one with a cold beer or a cold mm. or a cold or a cold drink doesn't necessarily have to be a, a, a nice coffee yeah coffee's good that would be an interesting concept coffee with someone and having that chat so i'm choosing someone know, based on it i'm sort of choosing someone based on how i'd i'd find them as an individual would they be fun to have a drink with uh, is it how they are now or how they were at the time Ooh, oh, George, you've, you've taken my question and fired it back. Um, so let's go for how they were at the time. Because like you could, they could have changed and become a bit boring now. Like 1999 Corey Taylor would have been a bit interesting, wouldn't it? Ooh, that would have been a mess. I would have gone with like Pete Booze Bay and Osborne or just current Elton John. Current Elton John would be lovely. Have an afternoon tea and a cake with Elton John. Yeah. We'll That'd be lovely. That sounds far more relaxing than going out in 1970s with Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> he's bought a flat. He's wallpapered doors. He's he's grown old before his time. I fixed the laptop the other day as well. Oh. <sighs> On a You're... fucking rampage. Do you know, I'll tell you. What, I'll give you an indication of when you know you're getting old. So I've just taken out like some shares for my work. That's how oh, I know wow. I've got old. Oh, yeah. Like, that is like, adult stuff. That's powerful. <laughs> like, I'm thinking about the future, like the future future. So, um, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that's how you know you're getting old. Yeah. God, didn't didn't Blink 182 write an album about growing up or something? Did it include buying shares? I, I don't know, but it might, they might put it on their next album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they're old enough now, aren't they? Are they like 50? Yeah. They've got to be, aren't they? Late forties, fifties. I'm, I'm gonna tweet. I'm gonna tweet Mark and um, Travis, and then see, like, if you know, will it allow Tom to come back if they, you know, put a song oh, about I, shares in? I'm pretty sure Travis has. I'm pretty sure Travis has shares in lots of things. Actually, I think he's quite a shrewd bris- businessman. I he runs so. a vegan restaurant in LA. He owns restaurants. Yeah. What a guy! What a strange, strange turn of events. <laughs> <laughs> it has taken a slightly different turn, but I'm I'm good with it. Happy days. Um, who would you like to record a record with and why? Who's the guy that did the American Idiot? Billy Joel? No, um, the guy that... Bender. Is it Bender? No, it's not, is it? Yeah. Or is it... No, it was CLA, Lord, Chris Lord Algy, that recorded um, 
American Idiot. I think he did Black Parade as well. I would love to work for them. Nolly would be cool. Nolly would be very cool. But I'm open to working with anyone who, you know, is, is sounds good. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty easy, really. I would love to get a feature from someone like Post Malone, just like someone you wouldn't expect. Yeah, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Corey cost yeah. a, cost a bit, sort of. I don't um, know what his fee is. Would, more than twenty quid, I would say. <laughs> yeah, probably cost more than twenty quid. Chuck him, chuck him a twenty-four pack of Stella. Probably wouldn't go as far. <laughs> I reckon we can have a whip round. Yeah, exactly. I reckon so. We'll have a whip round. We'll just, we'll just, where does he live nowadays? America. I think he's he's probably been to America the whole time. I think. A bit of a trip. Maybe I'll stuff at the door. Ah, we'll, we'll send him. We'll send him a, a letter or a tweet or something. See if he's down for it for a social journey. Exactly. I can't imagine. You know, no. the, you know when you can get a potato <laughs> with someone's message on. You can send someone a potato with a message written on it in the post. I might just get him one with a picture. <laughs> Question <laughs> mark. Send it with no him. other information. No other information. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing. Oh, um, here's an interesting one for you. I'm not sure if, if you're fans of comic books, but Marvel or DC. I've never been a huge fan of either, to be fair. One has Deadpool. Uh, Marvel. Uh, Deadpool's Marvel. Marvel. All right, Marvel then. The only one I really I'm, like. I'm, yeah, I'm Marvel as well, because I like Spider-Man. Happy days. I'm fine with me. Spider-Man's cool. I like Spider-Man. He is indeed. He is indeed. Um, has there been an album over the last... All the fans... Over the last, I put twenty twenty to twenty one because obviously we're not quite all the way through twenty one. That's kind of made you stand up like hairs on your back and never stand up. And why? The there new Pale Wave album screams. The new Pale Wave album is amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of what other bands I got absolutely obsessed with. Um, I went through a phase a few months back of listening to exclusively Slam and other things such as. Um, death Groove, and for that reason, I will not be saying any of their names. But I have enjoyed some very unpleasant music recently. So I'll, been, I'll see if I can find them. Yeah, the problem is, as soon that's what I'm that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm not on my phone, I promise. I'm just trying to, as soon as you said that, there's definitely albums that I've really enjoyed, but I'm just you know, you just immediately forget all of them. Are they just, yeah, um, I mean, the Shikari album. The Enter Shikari album is really good. Um, bit of a curve, bit album. of a curveball. The new Napalm Death record is actually amazing. <laughs> okay, I'll check, certainly check that out. Yeah, it's um, wild. It's wild. It's very, very heavy, but it's really good. Yeah, my other true love is country and folk music. So the, uh, there's a Cat Clyde album called, I don't know, I think it came out in about 2017, but I only discovered her this year, and it's amazing. Good shout. Um, good shout. For me, Deftones last year. Oh, oh is I that Owens? Yeah, Ohms? Ohms. Yeah, I love Owens. Every so. Deftone, every Deftones record for me, I love them, but I love them on like the fifth listen. I don't know if that's the thing for you. They're growers for me. I'll listen to it the first time and be like, this is all right. And then I'll listen to, on the fifth listen, I'm like, okay, this is a masterpiece. This is really good. I felt that more about, about the movements album. Mm. The new movements album. It took me like five or six listens to really get to it. But yeah, sorry, I completely cut you off. There. No, that's <laughs> fine. No, that's fine. No, it's, all, it's all good. No, I felt. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. Um, for me, it was gore. Um, I haven't listened to movements yet. Um, if anyone's a fan of Linkin Park or a fan of Chester Bennington, I recommend an, an, a band called Grey Days and their album Amends. It was basically Chester Bennington's first band before Linkin Park. No and way. Yeah, and what they've done is. Um, prior to Chester passing away, Grey Days were coming back for a one-off show for their anniversary. So they put like got a load of tickets together. They're going to put at um, a place called Club Tattoo, which was one of Chester Bennington's businesses. He he co-owned a tattoo parlor over in America. Um, and unfortunately, they were going to retract some of the old tracks from like '94, '96, I believe the first two albums came out. Didn't oh, wow. quite happen, unfortunately, because as he passed away. But the guys basically carried on that work and completed it and came out last year. So they, they were my two highlights um, for 2020. 2021, if I'm honest, it's been a little bit slow at the moment. It's still taking a while for me to kind of find something that's sort of setting off, but there's plenty of time. Got, 
Holdy Alfred's coming out on Friday, I think, which is going to be a monster. Ooh, I'm, be a yeah, I'm hearing big things about this album. My top two for this year were Architects and Pale Wave. But like two albums so far of this year that have really impressed me with those two. Good job. I'd agree with that. What's um what's in the band's Spotify playlist right now? We have one, though. We did have one. We did we actually have, have one. Spotify yeah. playlist. We might have got rid of it, actually. Or Mountains of Bang. So when we, we toured in Europe, to. when we toured in Europe, we... Uh, this is some niche knowledge. I don't think I've ever said this to anyone else. Um, but we did this night drive at one point. We played a show, and it was about three hours to where we were staying. And the Stockholm other, or something. I think... Uh, I think Somewhere in Sweden. Sweden. Copenhagen, um, all right. Because I nicked a load of beers from the fridge because no one else was drinking them. And we all got absolutely steaming drunk. And I had one of the greatest playlists I've ever made putting on there. Um, and it was all like 80s, 90s, noughties, just pop filth with the occasional bit of like Charlie XCX and stuff like that put in there. And it was so good that I tried to recreate it. And it's called, uh, yeah, we, we know it as Mountains of Bang, but it's called Mountains of Bang to harden your wang. Um, <laughs> I love the title. Which <laughs> is, is a, a staple. If we're doing something, we just pop it on. Read um, some of them out. Ooh. It's all just 90s pop bangers, isn't it? I mean, the first song is We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off by Jermaine Stewart. So you already know it's going to go there. And then we've got It's Raining Men by The Weather Girls. Sailor uh, V by Bewitched, uh, Come On Eileen, Love Shack, You Give Love a Bad Name by Bon Jovi. What a tune! It's, it's yeah. When you spend a whole when you're when you're when you're, when you're when you're touring, you're playing live, and you're listening to heavy music all the time. It's nice just to listen to something that isn't heavy music for a minute. Oh, no, I agree with that. My yeah. my question about your playlist there: Have you got any of Tattoos trapped in? Do you remember that that Russian um, yes. female group? T-A-T-U. Yeah. I do not have a tattoo song on there, but you know what? I'm going to go. I'm it was on the queue, though. Right now, I'm going to go and add it. Put, put it in. I think. Go, go all, the things, yeah, all the things yeah. she said. All the things she said. Go with that one, George. Now, now, you, know, now you know you have got like a, a pure filth playlist from, from those decades. <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah. That is... Me and Natasha Bedingfield as well. We love a bit of Natasha. Oh, yeah, a bit of Anastasia as well. This playlist is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> if, um, <laughs> if any way you can share that, that'd be awesome. That'd be good. Um, make it, just make it public. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I could. We'll get um, as everything unfolds, the fans can you know, delve in and find, you know, find out what inspires the guys when they're having some downtime. The true influences of the band. This is it. I'll, this is what we'll call this. I'll tweet it at some point. Setting the tone is not a bad influence on the band whatsoever. <laughs> no, I'm, the, the thing is, I'm the bad influence on the band. It's just normally no. I rein it in a little bit. Setting the tone is just the enabler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, that's true. We'll, we'll accept that. We'll have that as our disclaimer. So, you know, if, if should the label come knocking, I can uh, just sound the enabler. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised the description for this playlist is don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> <laughs> love it. So dumb. Yeah. Love it. I love it. Um, that's all for me, guys. Thank you very, very much for taking time out your day to join us. I wish you all the best. I hope I can catch you at a show when things happen. Um, <laughs> fingers crossed. Until that time, oh, and you keep wallpapering doors. You're doing a great job. Oh, mate, you better believe I'm going to keep wallpapering. <laughs> I actually really like it. Do you, um, does, does the flat have like a loft hatch? I'm just wondering if it's... No, nah, it's a ground floor not. flat. Oh. The loft hatch would be the flat above, and they probably won't be too keen on that. Fair enough. No, that's fine. George, would, you know what? I would love to root, like wallpaper the loft hatch, though. That's, that's a whole new world of information you've given me. <laughs> Do it. I, um, yeah, we'll wait till the flat's empty upstairs so I don't get asked. George, you're looking re relaxed. I haven't really got anything that I can, you know, say. Just keep looking relaxed, dude. I can keep looking relaxed. relaxed. I'll, I'll have another one of these and I'll feel even more relaxed. Awesome. What is that? It's a. Oh god, I'm going to sound like such a yeah. It's a an 
Arctic Ale from Iceland. Well, this has been lovely. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, not a problem, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rob. Not a problem. Well, literally, all the best with the Fringe plans for this year. Um, keep an eye on those socials and wait till they come out. And, of course, we'll hope to catch you all at the show soon because I think it's going to be pretty good when we're able to tour. Guys, so that was um, George and Owen there from the band As The Film Falls. I hope you enjoyed our interview with, with the guys there. I want to once again thank them for their time. Um, we spoke about a variety of subjects, you know, how they, they felt they got quite lucky. Um, they recorded the album in two parts, as you would have heard in the interview there. Um, a variety of different things, you know, from light-hearted conversation there to wallpapering doors to Oasis. Um, to obviously talking about some in-depth stuff about the album and you know the, the process behind it and how the band came to be. Um, I'm going to be playing you out with a track called Wallow, which is one of my personal favourites from the album. It's so strong, it's such a good, good album. And as you've heard me say in the interview, I, I did struggle to, you know, to kind of get to grips with this album. I was getting the tracks coming through from the PR agency that the guys work with, and it took me a few listens to really kind of come on board with the album, understand it, and I'm glad that it did kind of resonate with me and sink in. It's such a good album, it's so strong, and it's, you know, one of the main topics of the album is mental health. Now, I'm not going to say to you this whole album is like a poster child for mental health, because it's not. There's a variety of other topics that are being, you know, sung about, wrote about this, you know, on this album. It's such a strong album. Um, the album's out there. It came out on the 21st of March. I've got the social media links for the band, so I will be posting them on, on Set the Tone's Facebook page. And then links will go out on the Twitter and Instagram pages for setting the tone to the show and of course to Facebook. So you can, if you need to get those links, you can do. Links will include social media links, a, um, a link to the website where you can pre-order. I think it's a, they're going through Bandcamp where you can pre-order the album, not not pre-order, sorry, buy the album. Um, there's also some t-shirt bundles and CD bundles there. Uh, until next time guys, stay safe. Thank you very much for tuning in to hear what I've got to say. Here comes Wallow and I'll catch you all in another episode very, very soon.
Okay, guys, so that was Wallow. Uh, once again, I want to thank you for tuning in today's episode, especially to the As Everything Unfolds special. Remember, all the links will be up on St. Antonio's Facebook page and um, check out, you know, Twitter and Instagram. We are on St. Antonio UK Podcast for Instagram and STT UK Podcast is the handle for Twitter. Obviously, make sure you follow the band. Go and check them out. They're an awesome band. They're a band that I really hope to get to know more and more and um, hopefully can see at live shows. But... Thank you for your time and bye-bye for now.